me, you have to remember that I, as everyone well knows on this podcast, am not good at math. It's the four-letter word that's been ugly my entire life, beginning all the way back to elementary school. I digress. But today we're going to talk about something that involves both my favorite things, grace, grind, and growth. Only we're going to do them in a math equation. And I'm not going to tell you because I'm going to bring in my co-host. Yes, that's right. I'm going to call him the co-host because I'm actually starting off this morning. Good morning, Jimmy. Good morning. I got to tell you, Lori, <laughs> it is an honor to even appear on the same audio with you. I have folks been asking for this for years. Finally oh, got her cornered no. up and uh, at a weak moment. Hey, you know, good morning on Live a Life by Design today. We're going to tackle something that Lori has already broached with you that I think is, uh, to be honest with you, Lori, a very interesting topic. Growth equals grace plus grind. Now, you know, I'm a numbers guy, so I have to put it in equation method so I can understand it. And you know, when I put letters and numbers together, my mind just completely goes, I mean, it's just like, you've seen that little um, gif of the exploding brain. That's what happens to me when I think about that, like letters and numbers all together. But we're going to do it in a way that we're going to be able to understand. You're going to get great takeaways from this concept in this conversation. Hey, I got to tell you one thing, though. I'll never laugh harder than I did the first physics physics class I took in high school. Well, I had a guy, Mr. Talley was his name. Oh, physics, man. Mr. Talley was his name. He was a mathematics genius in my mind when I was only a junior and senior in high school. If Mr. Talley wanted to, I thought he could solve world hunger with mathematics. I mean, he was that good in my opinion. And so he wrote this equation on the board, and I swear to you not, there was no numbers. It was all alpha letters. Oh, that's incredible. <laughs> and he said, People solve the like equation. That. So stay with me. He said, solve the equation. So I took the letters, and I tried to spell a word with it. <laughs> <laughs> and it looked like a Serbian word, you know, where you have no vowels in it. You just have you just have letters, consonants. And it was so funny. He said, okay, so now we're going to get started on physics, not English, Mr. Williams, of which oh. yours is very poor if this is a word. Anyway, it was so funny. Well, but you tried. You know, hey, there's one thing in life I will tell you. I'm like that old mule that's just pulling that wagon all day long. I just keep trying, you know, just grind it out. So that, that's, that's right. one of our words today. So, no, hey, you know, I, real quickly, I want to say a couple of things about this. So if you want to grow in any manner whatsoever, now today, Lori's going to take a stance of how to grow as a person. And I'm going to add to that how you can grow your wealth as that person. So let's take this a, a little step further. Lori, what do you think is the first issue or item we should work on if we're going to have growth? Oh, you're going to have to get out of your get out of your own head. We're all our own worst enemy when it comes to growth. Sometimes when you accept a challenge and you think, oh, this is going to be easy. This is going to be great. You're going to change a habit or you're going to change jobs or you're going to change, you know, geographical location. You think in terms of some of some of that's going to be easy. Growth comes naturally. We just go and we do and we find ourselves in the thick of it and there's no struggle. There's no strife. And then there are times where you're forced into growth, whether it be uh, an unexpected job change, an unexpected move, an unexpected um Financial Spouse? situation. Oh, oh no. sorry, sorry. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> Hopefully you know. You do you're, you're... you do grow through those challenges, though. You I do. promise you. <laughs> but you know, both positive and negative forms of growth. But in order to grow, you have to be willing to get out of your own head and put yourself 
front and center. And one, you know, we talk about it a lot, one step, one foot in front of the other, then just do the next thing. And sometimes growth happens naturally and sometimes it's forced, but we have to continue to try and we have to continue to give ourselves the opportunity to step back and reevaluate and pivot and all of those other fun things that we, when we talk about having to make a change that we don't like the word change, (laughs) but we have to embrace it because that's how you grow. You know, that is a wonderful perspective. I would say to you as well, let's, let's take this over to the side of if I'm in my thirties and I look back and I go, you know, my grandparents retired, had this wonderful life. My parents are almost retired. They're getting ready to have a wonderful life. What do I need to do? I'm in my thirties. Uh, you know, I got my first house, uh, uh, still owe for it. I got a car. I probably owe for that. How do I get off of this? You know, if you will, this just running back and forth on this Ferris wheel and I need to get to where I can move forward. And I tell people it's all the mindset growth too, right? So if you got your mind in the right spot, then your money will follow is what I'm saying. And the point I'm making with this is, is it's easy to grow. If you think about growing, as you said, just a moment ago, one step at a time, or as I say, one day at a time, Lori. Sometimes it's an hour at a time, honestly, depending on what type of growth you're trying to tackle. Uh, And sometimes just after several hours, you're like, nope, going to go back to bed. I give up. I'm going to go back. (laughs) I'm going to start over. (laughs) It's a a redo. You get a redo. Yes. Hey, well, let's, let's talk a little bit about that, though. So, you know, one thing that I love about Albert Einstein, and there are many things I love about Albert Einstein, he was a unique individual. And if you read his biography, the issue was boiling down to in his life that he didn't fill his mind with those things that weren't valued by him. So, for example, he literally didn't know phone numbers such as his own. He had to look them up. He said, why put this in my mind? It doesn't help me grow as a physicist. It doesn't help me become a better professor to know my own phone number, right? And one of the things we need to learn as people is that we are going to grow only if we have intentional desire to do so. How do you like that? That's a pretty good phrase. Intentional desire. Yeah. That's Well, I was still stuck back on the number thing. I mean, I'm not sure that I could tell you anyone's phone number. <laughs> That's why in your Apple iPhone or whatever, it has a directory, you put them in there, right? Yes. You know, the the thing about it is, though, if you think about how do you amass millions of dollars? So I'm going to tell you a secret that I told my daughter. She's only 26, well on her way to being a millionaire. And you're going to laugh when you go 26. Come on. She just got her first or actually her second big time job. And I I will tell you, it's so simple. She doesn't understand that it's working until she sees her statements every quarter in her retirement account or her savings account. And she looks at it and she goes, well, wow, I've got money. And what I'm trying to say to her is is, it's boiling that frog slowly, right, Lori? So if you you put the frog in boiling water, he jumps right out. Or if it's terribly cold water, he'll jump right out. But if it's just warm water and you slowly raise the temperature a degree or two at a time, guess what? You got boiled frog legs before it's over with, right? And so my point here to her is, as I said, you're really taking this the right way. You start young when you were 24, which she did right out of uh, graduate school. And she basically has been saving every pay period. And she's seeing that progress made because I said, there's that powerful eighth wonder of the world that Albert Einstein spoke of. You know what it is? The eighth wonder? The eighth wonder. Compound interest. So she is getting paid <laughs> interest on top interest. of interest on top of interest. On, yeah, this is what Albert Einstein said. Hey, the eighth wonder of the world, and he was a physicist. He understood this. 
was compound interest. And so by doing that and giving yourself plenty of time, you're going to amass a larger amount of support for your family later in life by simply making a few adjustments now in life while you're younger. So, okay, here's an interesting point. When I was younger in my 20s, no one talked to me about financial planning. I didn't understand taxation. I didn't understand retirement. I didn't understand, really, I didn't understand savings at all. Because as a poor college student working, you know, trying to get through school and then my first professional, uh, you know, adult job or real job, as they say, you get your paycheck and you think I've got to take care of all the things I have to take care of. What's the one thing or where should someone go when they are in their 20s or maybe early 30s and they don't come from a financial background of, you know, a lot of people don't have, you know, their first generation. They're the first people in their family to go to college or to get a higher paying job. And they may or may not have grown up with the opportunity to learn those things about savings. And what 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 do you say to someone? What's the first place or where they should go to find that information, to take that first step to financial progress? Oh, man, that is a great question. So one of the places I would go is I would go to the Certified Financial Planner Board website, so CFP.net. I'd go to their website because there you can search for certified financial planner professionals just like me that volunteer to help younger families with a complimentary consultation. So, for example, you don't have to come in and say, I'm going to have to spend hundreds of dollars just to get an idea of what to do. You come in and we give you some really good information for that full free hour. Doesn't cost you anything. And then you have a what I call a yellow page plan. It's not a full plan, but you have an idea of where to start. And that, I think, is the key to a lot of people in their 20s, right? So they get this first job. If they just had some direction, had a relationship with someone, and a little creativity, these people would have security in life way before anyone else. Uh, now, the real, real thing to understand here, though, is, is when I had my first job while in college, uh, so I went to school full-time, but I did work three part-time jobs that equated to a full-time 40 hours. And when they said we got paid weekly on my first day on the job, I misunderstood them. I thought they meant W-E-E-K-L-Y. But when I got my first paycheck, it was W-E-A-K-L-Y. So <laughs> you got to listen to the terminology there, right? That varies. Yes, so, so true. But on a serious note, you know, I think at the end of the day, I, if I were someone in my 20s, I would go to the websites or just get on compasscapitalmgt.com. We will do a virtual meeting or we will do an in-person meeting or just on the phone, whatever is easier for you. And we help provide a complimentary consultation for those individuals that really want to improve their life and have the desire to do so. Well, it's a good thing that we've come this far because I can tell you that I think the only type or the only conversation that I ever heard about saving when I was a kid was we had a swear jar and my grandparents always had to put change in the swear jar. And sometimes my grandmother would put dollar bills because it, depending on what the word, the is it depending on what the word was? Or the word. <laughs> so I think that was probably my earliest memory of saving. And I don't even know what they, I assume they saved the money or I don't know what they did with it, but that jar was always full. So <laughs> my grandparents had very colorful language and probably saved quite a bit or purchased something rather important or fun. I don't know. Today's episode of Live a Life by Design is brought to you by the Life Plan Builder, a new online financial planning platform for young professionals who wish to create and gain control of their finances in a simple yet powerful manner. 
Go to www.compasscapitalmgt.com or call 918-423-3222 for more details on this new platform. You will be glad you did. Now, back to the show. Registered Principal Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research Incorporated, a broker-dealer member FINRA SIPC. Jimmy J. Williams is an investment advisor representative of Compass Capital Management LLC, a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and Compass Capital Management LLC are not affiliated. 321 South 3rd Street, Suite 4, McAllister, Oklahoma, 74501. But you're going to laugh. We actually fed 18 families with our swear jar money from the last couple of years with COVID at our office. I'm not sure who was doing all the swearing, but... The company matched all those dollars. And I'm like, how many families are we going to feed this Christmas? I think it was about 18 hey. with that much money in there. But, uh, oh, my God. It was, was a gallon a jar. Time, it was how bad it was. It was a gallon jar. It wasn't a yeah. small jar. Everybody used. COVID did a lot on a lot of people. So oh. I, that, I'm glad you all turned that into a positive for sure. Yeah, no, we didn't. Uh, we did feed some families. I'm exaggerating. Obviously, we have a great team. But. <laughs> You know, one of the things I, I'm glad you said that too about giving yourself grace. What, what do you think about that? It's kind of a wild word, you know, to give yourself grace. It's hard because we, as as human beings, we're always looking to help other people and to give people grace and opportunity to, you know, you know, we talk a lot about young people, and I myself am in the in the throes of having a, a mini version of myself as uh, as bad as I want to don't want to say that or admit it. He is a lot like his mother, but um, a teenager, and so we talk a lot about failure and experiences and growth and grace and opportunity. And we want to protect our young people that it's okay to make mistakes and not have them go with you for the rest of your life. We have to give people the opportunity to learn from their mistakes. We have to give people the opportunity to understand consequences for those. Um, You know, we talk a lot on this podcast about how we're so glad that we grew up before the internet because there's no evidence of all the shenanigans that we got into as young people. Um, But I think that we forget about that as adults. You know, we talk a lot about, you know, we want our young people to be able to make mistakes in a safe environment or a a space where they can learn and grow. And as we become adults, we just are not as forgiving and we are not as graceful to ourselves. And it's a lot of self-talk in your head. We do it to ourselves. Um, The same person that I spent about three hours with last week trying to convince them that they were worthy and they were a good person and the work that they were doing was valuable and that it didn't matter if they were having a bad week. I did all that and then turned around not one day later and made a mistake myself and just beat myself up for days yeah. over it. And I don't know if I ever thanked you for that three hours. I appreciate you talking oh, to me. Yes. That Talk me off <laughs> the cliff. Welcome. Talk me yes, off the I cliff. Did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, on a serious note, though, the grace thing for me is very difficult, Lori. I'll just be very, very honest. I was raised in a very competitive family. I'll tell you how competitive. Since I was a child, I'll never forget this. At the dinner table, we prayed over every meal. That's not too unusual being in a Protestant family of you know six kids, two adults around the table. But the unique thing was we prayed with one eye open. There was not always enough food. And so that was kind of unique for our family. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the fork scars on my left hand to show oh, you where I reach for like the wow. potatoes and maybe a little bit too soon after the prayer. But uh, on, on a serious note, though, we do have a lot of competitiveness in our family. And so I was just raised up, you know, with 
my parents always supportive. I don't recall any time they say, Hey, you know, just cause you got second place, that doesn't mean anything. They never said that. I always kind of wanted to be that first place kind of person, no matter what sport I was in or in boy Scouts, I always, uh, ascended to the leadership roles. Cause you know, I just felt like you got to be involved you're going to have to be a leader and you need to be someone that you can, uh, have your, your people look up to and espouse to. Right. So I, uh, I really have a difficult time giving myself, quote, grace. I really have a hard time with that. And I do journal a lot about that. And I'm talking like, you know, you got to give yourself some space uh, to make mistakes. And if you're not making mistakes, you're not trying hard enough, right? The old saying. And so, you know, I understand exactly what you're saying. You talked to this person and gave them the uh, understanding of their value as perceived by the world, because in between their own two ears, they didn't perceive that value there. They didn't think they were contributing to their world in a positive way. And uh, man, I just think that's fantastic that you reached out to help someone there from the lofty perch of your highness that you are, because in my (laughs) life, that's a long stretch downward. But uh, I will tell you, you you know, (laughs) at the end of the day, all robed in white, she stepped down off the pedestal and helped out. But now on a serious note, that is uh, grace is a big, big component of growth. And because if you don't get past the mistake you made yesterday, you're never going to grow into your tomorrow. Oh, and and that is so, so true. And I think that there, you know, there's so much to be said for all areas of life that need grace. You need grace professionally, personally. Uh, it, It just... And it makes you feel good to give it to someone. And and it's good to receive that grace. We just have to remember to keep telling ourselves it's okay to give and it's okay to receive. You know, and, and let's take this back to the to saving for the future. You know, there are some people who go, well, I started saving, but this emergency thing blew up and I didn't have my emergency fund set up yet, which we all like for you to have six to nine months worth of living expenses, you know, just sitting there in case life happens. Because guess what, Lori? It always does. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, you know, and so they said, well, I couldn't save my money for this pay period or whatever. And they just get totally thrown off. But have you ever watched a line of ants when they're taking, uh, you know, goods back to their, their anthill. Have you ever watched the line? If you take a, a, a line of ants, they're, they're head to tail all the way back, right? His head to tail. And if you take a stick or anything and you put it in front of those ants behind someone's tail and it messes up that line, have you ever seen what they did? I did this in the Boy's Cast and I was just amazed. They actually did something we humans need to do. They pivot left or right. They go till they see they got some daylight beyond that twig or whatever you put in front of them and they go right back in the line where they were it was amazing to me it's kind of like uh just hey i'm deterred turn around here we go still have whatever i'm taking to the hill you know and And it's instinctual and that's exactly what we need to make it we need to make it instinctual that no matter what no matter what roadblock no matter what life throws at us or curveball we just pivot's a great word you know and and the grace part of this i think may be the harder of the two because guess what if you want growth it's an algebraic equation. So growth equals grace plus grace. the grind. Talk grind. about that a little bit. Oh, the grind. Don't you ever, you know, you know me, I'm a coffee drinker. So the word grind takes on a totally different word for me <laughs> or a totally different meaning. Cause I, I, one of my favorite things is to sit in the coffee shop and watch the grind, the beans, you know, grind through the machine. It smells amazing. Even if you don't like coffee, it's hard to argue the fact that coffee just smells good. Like when it's fresh in the coffee shop like that, but Anyway, I digress. That's not the kind of grind we're talking about this morning. <laughs> but if you could smell that through the through the, you know, the sound waves, I guess, visualize that in your head. But when I think about grind, 
I, you know, I love quotes and I love, you know, acronyms for things. And so I, I love that we're talking about this this morning because it, it reminds me of grind, get ready. It's a new day. So every day is the grind, right? But every day we can make it a positive experience if we just put our mind to it and the mindset. But grind is repetitive. You've got to keep doing it. It doesn't come easy. It doesn't come naturally for some. Some it it does, others it doesn't. But if you're willing to put in the work to keep at it and to keep trying and to keep going, eventually it becomes part of your routine. That is pretty awesome. I love the acronym use of grind. One thing I think about too, so if I'm out doing some workout and they go, okay, today we're going to do a hundred burpees. Well, first of all, your mind says, okay, that's not like even possible. The human body can't take the strain. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm on the floor. <laughs> I'm laying down. Um, I'm done. But then what I found is, is the way through the grind is to get to the grind. So the more you sit and think about it, you're going to, brain's going to go, oh man, don't go there. Don't do that. Don't do that. Instead, you know what I do? I just flop down on the floor and get that first one done. And guess what? It becomes so much easier to get the second and the third and the fourth. Now, by the time I get to 40 or 50, I'm doing, you know, 10 at a time perhaps. And then I'm doing another exercise, come back, do 10 more. I will tell you, you get to about 60 or 70 of those, which we've done before. And you, you sit there and you go, well, this isn't so bad, but your form starts to fall. So here's what I want to bring to the grind. Our form must be maintained in no matter what we do if we want proper growth. You've got to not skip a step or get sloppy in how you do it, right? So going back to your finances, always have a goal in mind that you're trying to reach and be aiming to that goal. So have you ever done any bow and arrow shooting? No, but I, well, does Nerf gun or Nerf bow and arrow count? I have well, done Nerf. It, it does. It does when you're in the house. And I don't prefer <laughs> okay. you using a real bow and arrow. So when we were in scouts, I always told people, I said, hey, I'm going to spin you around, have a bow and arrow ready to go. And I just want you to shoot wherever you're stopping. So I spun them around. That is it's, scary. It is dangerous. Uh, but we were 13. I mean, what are you going to okay. do? And, you know, you're, you're basically immortal at 13, as you I know, was in the Boy say, Scouts. There's so. no fear there. It's just go for it. I got a merit badge. I don't even think they do it now. When I was in Scouts, I got a merit badge. It had nothing but a halo on it. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Heavenly Scout, I think is what it was. There you go. Uh, but anyway, so I spun this boy around and so forth. And I made sure he was not pointing toward any of us that were standing behind him. And I had him pointed Toward a target, but he wasn't going to get anywhere close. So he let it fire and boom, the arrow missed everything. And he was only 25 paces from the target. So roughly 75 feet. And I took the blindfold off and I said, okay, what do you see that you've done? And he said, well, I've accomplished nothing. I said, the arrow's on the ground. The target's over here way to the left. And I didn't do any good. And I said, no, you did something though. You executed your effort, but you didn't keep your eye on the goal. So True. we could be expending all of this mental, physical, spiritual, financial energy if we don't keep our eye on the goal and grind toward the goal, not just grind, but grind intentionally toward the goal, you still may come up short in life with your growth plan. But your growth, growth listen, I almost said growth plate. That's not even close to growth plan. Actually, the growth plan, plates are in the bones, by the way. I just want to say, but go ahead. I digress. But the growth plan can change and it can evolve and it can be something that you set out to do in the beginning. And by the time you're done, it could be something completely different. But the the great thing is, is that 
from start to finish, there's something in there about the process that you've gone through the process, you've completed something. So that's important to remember also. Yeah. So, so really, if growth equals grace plus grind, there are within grace and grind some real purposeful steps one must take. And there are some methods that one must invoke to make that experience for each of those two contributions to be something positive. So you can't just get out there and say, well, I forgive myself, go on and make the same silly mistakes all the time, right? So we got to grow and learn not to do the same mistakes. But then when we go to work on our self as far as grinding it out and actually contributing to that success, we have to do it in a manner that's most positive and useful of the energy level we have, right? Exactly. And we have to be willing to seek out other people that may have knowledge or expertise in areas that we don't, because those are the people that you bring to your table that help you continue to have growth. And those are the same people that are going to help you have the grace when you don't feel like you've had growth. Oh, hey, that's pretty good. You're saying it's uh, hard to grow on your own? Oh, yeah. Definitely not a one-woman show. <laughs> well, it would take three men to have equal <laughs> one woman's contribution. Well, I can listen, assure you that. Well, I may not. I don't know. May not argue with you on that one. <laughs> don't tell hey, my spouse. I won't say a word, folks. Listen, live a life by design. Our whole goal here today is to help you focus back to where you grow to become the person you wish to be. And isn't that really what life's about? You know, we start out on this planet with literally nothing other than our own bodies, and hopefully a couple of parents that are taking us in the right direction of life. But we have to learn it all, and we have to use it all to really become all that we can. And with that, I do believe grace and grind will help you grow more if you do it intentionally, as we've discussed here today. Final word, Lori. Well, you thought this episode was going to be about math, but somehow we managed to make it about other things, too. But don't give up on math. I'm still trying. I'm definitely, you know, constantly learning. And maybe someday that I will be able to do letters and numbers together cohesively. But that's a whole journey from now. So hopefully there'll be more grace and more grind to get that growth eventually for me. I think you'll get there. <laughs> hey, join us next week here on Live a Life by Design. And do us one big favor. Go to our Live a Life by Design Facebook community. And give us a hint of something you may have, have given yourself grace that you didn't perform as you should have, or perhaps give us a growth item that you're working toward and what steps you're taking to get there. And until next week, as we always end each episode, go ahead, live a, live life. a life by design. <laughs> by design. <laughs> You can get a complete transcript of today's show online at livealifeby.design. If you like the show, please tell your friends and family about it. Also, we would be very appreciative if you would leave a review of the show wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been a Life Master Key production. The program is copyrighted by Jimmy J. Williams and Company, all rights reserved. Our production assistant is Amy Cotton. Our intern is Brindley. Brindley.